guys, episode two of Paws and Properties with Susanna and Diana. Yeah, here we are, episode two. Yes, we're excited. Yes. So I need to admit that I definitely messed up last time. Um, I kept calling our podcast Pups and Properties versus Paws and Properties, which is the correct very close, name. similar. Yes. Yeah, so I. <laughs> I want to come clean and admit that I definitely did that. I definitely messed up our name and I'm so sorry about it. So she put it on her shirt now so she yes. can't forget. She just looks in the camera and she'll know exactly what to say. So for those of you who can see us or watching the video, that's my new sweater. Love it. Yes. Susanna has one too. I'll be debuting that on episode <laughs> three. So yes. please stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. So now that we, the name is Pause and Properties, you can Follow us on Instagram, the Paws and Properties Podcast. You can watch the full episodes on YouTube, yep. the Paws and Property Podcast. And we are also live on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's like we're just a step closer to being really famous. I think we are about like two episodes away from being like very yeah, famous. That's right. Real estate <laughs> queens, dog rescue. We'll have like our own reality TV show. Me and my house and Sarah and all the crazy dogs. You and Frankie and the the trio of polar bears. Yeah, really see that being something. Oh my god, totally. Can you imagine? Now I can probably go for a ninety day fiance with Frankie. It's really nothing our show wouldn't have. I mean, it's got something for everyone. Absolutely. Okay. So, so let's start with our highs and lows of the week. Um, what's something good that happened to you this week? So something good. We had, uh, one of our rescue dogs went off to a new foster home today who has experience with blind dogs. And I know they're going to just help him. I, Think that they might end up adopting him which would be oh. awesome but and that, um, that's harry right that's harry. okay we talked about him in the last episode yes so harry had he was supposed to have both of his eyes removed on monday and when we got there the miracle of all miracles they were like he actually has some vision like yeah. we really don't want to take his eyes if we can even recover any of it and i was like it's so funny you say that because a couple of times i swear he was looking at me over the weekend and so sure enough they decided that they would do just the cherry eye um, surgery to remove or to fix that like collapsed um, third eyelid, mm -hmm. which I didn't even know dogs had third eyelids. But um, so they fixed that. His, he looks beautiful now and his eyes look basically back to normal. He's on about a zillion different drops, but um, that was definitely a high for the week. So I'm so wow, happy for like, him. That, that's amazing. That's exciting. It's crazy because, you know, last episode we talked about how he's going to have the eye surgery. It's yeah. literally like a miracle. It, it really actually wow. is a miracle. I think even the eye doctor was pretty surprised. Oh, my God. Oh, so yeah. how about you? What was your high for the week? Oh, what's a high? Let's see. I It's been a really busy week in real estate, actually. We had a buyer, first time home buyer, actually, together. Yes. Closed this past week. And I was honestly super happy and excited for him it was a military client and a first-time homeowner so i feel like those clients are definitely uh very close to my heart very yes. special and every time i i just love working with first-time home buyers and especially especially when we're talking about 
military. Yes. Um, I could not agree more. Like it was so nice to help him. He, you know, really had everything together and he had a great plan. And I was so happy that we were able to help him get into a house. And I know that he and his family are going to really enjoy it. So yes. I would agree the the VA loans, the, the veterans, um, it's definitely near and dear to my heart as well. I feel like, I mean, I love all my clients, you know, but definitely first time home buyers are, I want to say my favorite actually clients to work with. I just really like education, educating people mm -hmm. uh, through the whole process. And I mean, just giving them the keys at the end of uh, the transaction right. and being like, here you go. That, that's your home. That's you know, yours. that's you bought this, <laughs> like that's your house. It's just amazing and just seeing their eyes and like going through those feelings with them it just makes my heart melt every Absolutely. time especially i feel like a lot of first time buyers they don't really realize sometimes that they're in a position to buy and they're like yes, you, know, absolutely. you know they're paying more in rent than they would be in a mortgage and when you can make that home ownership dream into a reality it's pretty awesome so yeah, yeah. so if you are a first time home buyer or if yeah. you're out there and you're like wondering or doubting yourself and thinking that oh my god i can't do this you know you absolutely can do it and yes. we're here to help you so don't hesitate um it's never too early to get a plan no, like i yes, always never. try to tell people like if you wait until you actually are ready to move or you need to move and then you realize that you have three months six months nine months worth of work to do to get there um that's no good so it, it's always okay if you you know apply now and then you decide you want to hold off yes. as opposed to waiting until you really need to make the move and then you're not ready i mean you know sometimes um you know people need a little more time whether it's to work on their credit mm -hmm. or get together their down payment or some closing costs and things like that so it's definitely never too early to fill out an application get yourself into position see what um, things that, if any, that you need to correct and, and get a plan to get, to get there. So we're always happy to help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like speaking about early, what, what's the youngest buyer you've ever had? I mean, some of the military buyers that we've had together, I feel like we're in their mid twenties. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So the youngest buyer I've ever had was 21 years old. Wow. He was 21 years old, military uh, awesome. client as well. And he bought his house, you know, that's, that's huge yes. being 21 and buying a whole house. Yeah. Like, so, you know, for those of you who are out there and thinking, Oh, maybe, you know, it's, it's, I can't do it because I'm too young or something like that. I mean, you never know. Well, and not to mention that, but the VA loan is a really good way to help, um, build wealth, you yes, know, like you, you get that first house when you're 21 and when you, you know, get deployed to a different area or move to a different base across the country, you know, you have the ability to be able to rent that property out and yes. then go buy again mm -hmm. with zero money down. Yep. Um, and so I think that's a good way to um, kind of create some extra income for yourself and also put yourself in a position, you know, when you retire that you have properties, gosh, if you bought when you're 21, Imagine. I mean, it'll be paid off when you're <laughs> just barely 50. So, um, yeah, I think that the VA loan definitely affords you an opportunity to get started with home ownership really early. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think that was definitely, um, the high of my week is helping another military yes. buyer. What was your low for the week? Ah, the low for the week. Let's see. I mean, overall, it's been a pretty good week, pretty busy. Um, I don't know. We're going through the process. We recently um, got 100% exempt from property taxes, mm -hmm. which is great, yeah. right? I mean, 
so happy for it, sure. honestly. But it's been a process and it's been like a, a few months and we are still paying for these taxes. And uh, I've been calling every day and they're telling me, oh, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. And it's just not happening. And I'm just over it calling every day yes. and like, you have to talk like, to a different person and they're like time. how can we help you and you have to tell the whole story again again and again oh. so it's been a frustrating process but I, i'm very grateful that you know we can even go through that process because you know it will definitely... be a savings once you finally get yes, it yes absolutely once I, once I get it but yeah i'll probably say that's i mean it's not really a low but well, it's, it's been a pretty good week right right, right? but it's yeah. been a frustrating process to see. yeah yeah, yeah. How, how about you my week has also been pretty good. I did get a new foster yesterday. Um, he is severely matted. God bless Oof. him. And he is just, his paws are just encased and like, you can't even see like the pads or the oh. bottom of his foot or anything like that. And he is just, I mean, he just smells horrible. It's not his fault, but he yeah. smells horrible. And he, um, the matting, you know, he's got like poop all in his paws mm -hmm. and everything. So we actually went to the vet today and they are going to, even though he has a mild case of um, kennel cough, bless his heart, because oh. every dog that comes out of the shelter usually has kennel yeah. cough. Um, but they are going to sedate him tomorrow and try to like completely shave him down. I, I can't even imagine what he's going to look like. His ears, he look, we'll put a picture up. Yes, in we'll the, put a picture video, up. But, yes. um, his ears, he looks like a basset hound, but his ears are really only probably like two inches long, but they're like seven <laughs> inches long because they're just, they have, to have this long mat on them. So he looks like, like a dog that would fly. <laughs> So we definitely need to do a before and after picture. Yes. yes. That. And then, of course, you can follow his journey. His name is Romeo because he's oh, unneutered and um, he loves the ladies since Valentine's. So yeah. we call him little Romeo. But he, uh, you can follow his journey on social media with Compact Canine Rescue or on our website, www.compactcanineRescue.org. So where did Romeo came from? Was he from the re from another rescue or so shelter? So he came from the shelter. The shelter, okay. And unfortunately, I think I've started to realize a lot of times that some of these dogs, like Romeo, he, while he is severely matted, he's not like super thin or emaciated. Like there's, mm -hmm. he, I don't think he was living on the street. I think that sometimes what happens is older people or sick people or maybe people that just don't care about yeah. their dogs, they just stop taking care of them and then it gets really out of hand and you this is not a dog you're going to bring into the groomer and be like my dog needs a grooming like we're talking about like a yeah. medical intubated um surgical shave down that this dog's going to have so i think sometimes when people get to that point they just basically take the dog to the shelter and pretend like they found it on the street oh, they'll say they're horrible. a good samaritan but you know damn good well it was their dog so um so he did come from the shelter but he's young i think he's only like seven years old so i think once we get him you know, cleaned up and neutered and all that, he will make a great pet for somebody. Mm -hmm. So definitely follow his journey. That can be like a B Valentine's Day coming and his name, Romeo. That's so right. Can be like Absolutely. A little, little cutie. A cute, yeah. Yes. That's great. That's great. Um, So we were also talking about, um, you know, real estate in mm -hmm. general. Give us your thoughts on where the market is. You know, I know yeah. I saw you had another, li uh, another listing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So... So we have, I had two listings actually this week. Sure, yes. Yeah. One came out yesterday and one, uh, I think like last Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, a market is great. Honestly, market is great. Um, definitely 
both houses right away off the bat. We put them on the market and interest was coming in hot. Um, the one house that we I listed yesterday in Chesapeake, it's literally have been nonstop showings. Oh, wow. Uh, full day today, full day tomorrow. So uh, same thing with the one in Virginia Beach, mm -hmm. a lot of interest um, offers right away in the first weekend. So I mean, market is uh, hot. The buyers are out there and there's Good not man. enough inventory. Again, I yeah. think we were, I'm telling you, I, I said it the last time on the first episode that I think we're definitely going into the direction of multiple offers and right. all that um, stuff. Craziness of yeah. 2022. And I think that this week, uh, like just observing those two listings definitely proved Yeah. definitely we are. Yeah. going into that direction competitive okay yeah. but you know um go, good for my sellers right. <laughs> good for my sellers lots of interest you know good offers on the table so um i think that at this point yeah people are not even holding on to uh the you know the people that bought during covid that mm -hmm. had low rates they're not even holding anymore to that they're they're ready to sell right yeah I, I think I hope so. We definitely mm -hmm. need more more properties. Definitely, yeah. So if you have been thinking about Now's selling your, your time. home, top yeah. dollar, this lady right here will get you top yeah, dollar. We, we get you there. It's, it's no bar, market is definitely great. Absolutely, I, it's been it's been a good good week, and I I'll be holding an open house on Sunday at my one listing in Chesapeake. So we'll see how how that goes, but it, it's been good. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear it. Well, yeah. We've had quite a few buyers calling people are ready to get out there and you know see what their income and credit score will get them <laughs> yeah so let's talk about i kind of want to talk about like different loans because yeah. i don't think um some people just don't understand the difference between different uh loan products and loan types i mean obviously we talked about a little bit about a va loan so far which is mm -hmm. for our military clients and that's a zero percent down payment a right. great product uh, but what other type of loans do we have so with American Financial, with my team, mm -hmm. we obviously do all of the standard loans. So we do VA, we yes. do conventional loans, and we do FHA loans. Um, they are all in some form or another government regulated. Um, so the VA loan obviously is 0% down, awesome rate. Um, you really can't beat it. It's obviously for veterans and veterans only. The FHA loan is another loan. You do not have to be a first-time buyer, but it is a loan product that a lot of first-time buyers use. It, it requires 3.5% down. It has a lower rate than um, generally than a conventional loan. And mm -hmm. there's just kind of a trade-off there because it does have a... Um, one and a half or 1.75 percent funding fee which you don't have to pay at closing you can roll it into the loan um and it does have mortgage insurance like for the life of the yes. loan so those are some things that cost more but the flip side is your rate is going to be lower um it also allows for a higher debt to income ratio mm -hmm. so if you have more credit card debt student loan debt things like that that's going to be more of an fha situation and then your conventional loan is going to be you know, that loan that works for somebody who has good credit, um, the rate is probably going to be a little higher than the FHA rate. However, there's only mortgage interest for, I'm sorry, there's only mortgage insurance. The first, let's say when you get to 20% equity mm -hmm. in your home, that will fall off automatically, automatically at 78%. Um, so 
you know, you're talking about a couple hundred bucks a month, whereas with an FHA, that mortgage insurance never falls off. So, you know, there's pros and cons. Some people, they don't want to pay a funding fee. Some yeah. people want the best rate they can get, even if it means they have to pay a funding fee. It's really about what, you know, kind of the customer is looking for. We also offer non-QM loans, which are not government regulated. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, to put it in just basic terms, it's kind of a group of investors that get together and they set their own parameters on who they want to lend to and what guidelines they're going to follow. So those loans are kind of meeting the needs of 1099 buyer or yes. 1099 borrowers, self-employed borrowers, mm -hmm. people who let's say they have a small business, let's say it's a catering company yeah. or a moving company, a, a hair salon, and they will tell you that they made 300,000. <laughs> And then when they filed their taxes and wrote everything off, they actually made like, you know, 42,000. Well, on a government. Wait, we're not going to tell the IRS. <laughs> exactly. So on a government. So if load, you went for the IRS, don't listen. That's right. You are totally within your rights to write off all your legal expenses. However, unfortunately for conventional VA and FHA loans, they're going to look at your net income, not your gross. So a lot of times, you know, small business owners, get to the mortgage part and they, you know, I made $300,000. Well, you did, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you only claim that you made 42,000. So this non-QM is kind of like bridging the gap for mm -hmm. those, for those buyers. You know, we have a lot more people that are self-employed or 1099. They own their own yes. uh, truck and they, you know, haul yep, loads absolutely. up and down the, the, the East coast, or, you know, they work It's a 1099 for Uber or delivering or, you know, any of those kind of things. They, they cut hair out of their house, mm -hmm. like things like that. Basic four, but I kind of wanted to also talk about the VHDA programs that mm -hmm. we have here in Virginia um, that we used for your VA buyer that you were referring yes. to earlier. So VHDA is a first time, it's the Virginia Department of Housing, and they offer a lot of programs for first time buyers. Mm -hmm. And, and like to simplify it, it's basically like an overlay that works with a conventional VA or FHA loan. So for the VA, it's a no down payment loan. So basically the veteran is able to get 2% in closing cost assistance. So if they bought, let's say a $300,000 house, they would get $6,000 towards their closing cost. And it's a grant. They never have to yes. pay it back. It's, it's a pretty awesome program. Obviously there are limits. You can't make... Mm -hmm you know, $300,000 a year and you can't buy a million dollar house, but the limits are pretty reasonable. Uh, the income limits, depending on the size of your family are between high seventies up to a hundred thousand. And the purchase price is like, it raised this year. It's like 425,000. Wow, wow, yeah. So, yeah. So our buyer that we talked about mm -hmm. did use this program and I mean, it's, it's a lot of money, you mm -hmm. know, for think something that you don't have to pay this money back. Right. It, it's a grant. You're not paying it back. And, you know, like you said, if you're buying a house that's $300,000, that's $6,000, literally free money. I mean, who is giving you? And if you can get even just a little bit of seller concessions, yeah. I mean, you yeah. could get into a house for, you know, two grand, three grand. So it definitely helps so that people don't have to have yes. $12,000 in cash to be able to buy. They have other programs where let's say you're not a veteran and you want to use an FHA loan, which is mm -hmm. three and a half percent down. You can apply for their um, second plus loan where you can finance that. So they have the, the second plus where you can finance the three and a half percent down payment. And if your credit score is high enough, you can also get another point and a half finance towards closing costs. So 
you can truly with the second plus you have a second small mortgage, but mm -hmm. it finances your entire down payment and part of your closing costs. So again, it allows people who, I think there's a lot of young people. I mean, Absolutely, even yeah. myself included, not, I'm not young anymore, but when I was young, um, you know, you make good money and you have the ability to qualify and make the payment, but let's say you don't have the $12,000 yeah. it's going to take to get in the house. So this gives you an opportunity to finance that down payment be able to have a little closing cost assistance and it makes it a lot more realistic for people to get into the house without having to save $25,000. I mean, that's And tough. this, like, it doesn't really affect your offer. You know, I feel like if some people think that your offer maybe looks um, not so strong because mm -hmm. of that, it, that's not the case. Yeah, Literally like so. our buyer right. who used the VHDA, we were in a multiple offer situation and we won like using this right. uh, this program so it's not going to affect your offer in any way you are still going to be able to put a competitive offer on right. the table because it's not like you're it's not like you're doing some sort of weird different loan like it's mm -hmm. still going to be yeah. conventional financing or a VA finance or you know so you're still going to be doing a VH or a, a VA loan this is just an overlay so i would agree it, it shouldn't hurt your offer and it definitely you know if anything you know it makes it clear that you're a strong buyer because the programs have a lot of hoops to jump through and a lot yeah. of requirements. So um, if you're interested in more information, you can certainly reach out. Not all lenders are approved to be VHDA yes. lenders, but um, our team at American Financial, we are. And we, like you said, with the first time buyers, we are happy to help people, young folks that, young folks, I couldn't sound any older, <laughs> dear Lord. Younger people who, um, you know, make good money and are ready to get started. This is definitely. And I also feel like sometimes people are afraid to go into the uh, home buying process because they think that they need to have like thousands of dollars in the bank account. And that's not the case. You know, there are so many programs out there, yes. different grants. And like we said, the VA loan and other loans to make it affordable for people yes. to buy a house. So you do not have, you know, that 20% down payment. It's, it's a myth. Yeah, it's not, you yeah. know, that's not the thing anymore. I mean, even with a conventional loan, yeah. you can get first time buyer programs that put as little as 3% down. And if your credit score is good enough, I mean, we have one that we work through a broker and it's a 2% grant from the lender. So they literally, it's 1%. I have wow. someone closing in two weeks and they got 2% from the lender. Their, their agent was able to negotiate <laughs> Uh, three percent seller concessions. Wow! So they are literally closing, and they're less than three thousand dollars to put down. And it's a conventional loan; it did not affect their ability to, you know, make a good offer. So mm -hmm. there's also a lot of city programs. Yes, a um, lot of city programs that offer city of lots of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the city of Norfolk recently put our program, I think they're offering like $40,000 mm -hmm. in funds, right? Yep. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of resources out there. Um, but get yourself a good real estate agent and a good That's loan right. officer that can get you on the right track. And we can get all, we'll squeeze out all the money that we yes. can for sure. I think that, you know, this is like a little summary that you, everybody can buy a house you know like it doesn't matter if you're young it doesn't matter if you are like you said there are programs yes. there are ways it's possible Where there's it's, a will there's a way yes absolutely so if you have been thinking about it but you're afraid or you think that it's not possible reach out to a professionalist and they'll be able to point you into the right direction yes i would love to i'm always happy to help with any sort of you know, VHDA questions or the local city grants, whether it's call mm -hmm. Chesapeake Home or come home to Portsmouth, 
the spark funds. Oh, we didn't even mention that. Oh, yeah, Our yes, guy got yes. spark funds at the very last minute. We were able to get spark funds. So his, his rate was reduced by one full percent from six and, and that, a half to that's five a and a half. That, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, a big deal. Um, so. When we went to the closing table, uh, we had the, obviously the attorney over there signing the documents and he sees the closing disclosure, right? So he looked at the rate and he was like, wow, <laughs> I haven't seen a rate that low in a very long time. Right. Like, what is happening? <laughs> so what is the Spark Funds? That was actually my, my first time um, working through something like that. Can you explain a little bit uh, more in detail? Sure. So, I mean, the 10,000 foot view is that it's um, funds that are used to buy the rate down one full percent mm -hmm. and they are distributed to different charitable organizations throughout the state. It has to be used in combination with um, a VHDA loan product of some sort. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you go and you have a little interview with a HUD counselor and um, once you're approved, they, whatever your rate was locked at, they reduce it by 1%. So the thing with spark funds is they're not always available. Mm -hmm. So yes. when our, when our guy went under contract, there were no spark funds available, but then come like the first week of January, I had two of the company or the organizations that I had reached out to about spark funds call me and say, Hey, we, we just got money. And when they say they just got money, you have to jump on it because it goes very quickly, yes. obviously. Um, but there's different organizations that do it. The the group that oversees, and I can't remember the acronym, but that oversees like Come Home to Portsmouth mm -hmm. and Call Chesapeake Home, uh, the Urban League in Norfolk, yes. uh, Catholic Charities of Eastern Virginia. So there's a lot of different organizations throughout the state. And, you know, when they have funds, you jump on it, you get your 1%. When they don't, well, you, know, you tried. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> you tried. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I would say that, and a lot of these, they all can overlay. So, mm -hmm. you know, you can use a lot of different a lot of the different programs and people I think would really be surprised at how much they can get for it. So it's good. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you got a new rescue, obviously we already talked about that, but what, what else is happening in compact canine oh, this week? The world of rescue is insane. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we've had so many dogs coming in. Um, we have, I have a little update. I had to write it all down. <laughs> So Harry had his eye surgery, which we talked about that, and he went off to his forever home. So, or his foster, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so Harry and our dog Ace, one of them is eating clothes. And I really, <laughs> Diana's laughing because I'm sure she, big dogs, I guess, do this Welcome kind of thing. Welcome to my world. I, never in my life. Socks, underwear, shirts everything <laughs> i mean i get it for the polar bears but i mean ace and harry both weigh like 12 and a half pounds <laughs> i found what it was literally just a waistband was all that was left of the underwear i'm like oh my god so i thought it was ace for sure my dog because he's younger he's mm -hmm. got a full set of trompers yes. poor dog he had to go and have the barium mm -hmm. and all the different x-rays and stuff and then we got home this was like a two-day process and we got home the second day and I took Harry outside and Harry pooped out the rest of the shirt. And I'm like, man, oh man, it wasn't even ace. I just wasted literally $1,500. Oh my God. So then one of them ate a Virginia Tech shirt. No. Now that is completely unacceptable. So sadly, I have not seen that one come through, but not, I'm not yet, not yet, <laughs> but I'm being told that as long as no one is throwing up on a hunger strike or anything like that eventually it will come through oh my god so i'm not sure whether it was harry or ace but i put the new foster for harry on full alert to be looking for a little orange showpiece that was 
what was left of my Virginia Tech shirt. So uh, we have Faith as well. She had her MRI. She's doing okay. She's still, she still struggles. I don't know whether she has allergies or like some digestive issues. We've got her on some new medications that we're trying and allergy medicine and some um, like antacid medications. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get her going in the right direction. I mean, she is just the sweetest little dog ever. Um, she is available for adoption, so you can check her out. She is an all-white Shih Tzu, and she's just she's adorable. She's super cute. She's very cute. We had two new pups, so we mentioned um, the one that was so severely matted, Mr. Little Romeo. And then we had Apollo come in. He is Ooh. a Yorkie. He came from one of the Portsmouth shelters, I believe. Wait, so who comes up with all these cute names? So that's so funny you said that. Um, usually Sharon or sometimes okay. the Fosters. <laughs> I can never come up with anything. They're always so cute. I mean, if you just go to the website and you scroll through all the dogs that are available and you check out the cute little names, it's just, and they always match the dog, which is the craziest we thing. We like always. match it with their personality. I mean, we had one come in recently and I can't remember what we changed the dog's name to, but the dog's original name was Pam. Oh no, not Pam. It's like a strange not name a, for a dog. A small dog name. That's not a dog name. No, it would be like naming your dog like, Margaret or Rebecca. I don't no. really, I don't get it. But so Sharon, our foster coordinator, who is amazing, amazing, amazing. She yes. usually comes up with the names, but actually Apollo, uh, the foster mom named him Apollo after uh, Apollo a Creed. Girl. Yes. So I don't know. Rocky was in her mind for some reason, <laughs> but uh, so we, we are going to start this month with, our, we're going to start with our calendar cutie contest. Cool. And we're going to, it doesn't have to be small dogs. It's welcome to, all dogs are welcome to participate. Definitely submitting mine. Yes. And so we will do one each month and hopefully it'll be kind of themed for the month. I've tried to do these calendars before. I, I tried when I was with another rescue and I asked people to submit like pictures of their mm -hmm. fosters and, you know, tell me what month this would be for and like, what's the theme in case it's not obvious. And it would be like, a picture of a dog in a laundry basket, not even looking at the camera. And I'm like, what, what month is this? <laughs> so that was really hard. So I'm like, maybe we should just open it up to the public and yeah, you know, I think definitely do one each month. And then we'll have a, a full slate of calendar cuties. And then we're going to sell the calendars to raise money for Compact Canine. And that will be around the holidays. So stay tuned for that. Really good idea. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. So um, we don't have any in-person events coming up until our cornhole tournament and that is may 5th i think that saturday may 5th um all of that our is exciting are, yes people so, love cornhole oh yes and this is that like, would be amazing so where are you guys doing the event at so that one will be at makers brewery okay and helpful. it's being handled by um D, D cornhole and they okay. like come and set up the boards and do all the scoring and all the like matchups and everything and apparently like the folks might passionate yes very serious passionate that's a really good word um i will not, have not messing to around sign up frankie for it he loves cornhole and he's pretty good yeah definitely sign him up for that so it should be a lot of fun so that'll be at makers rain or shine it will be inside so even if okay. it's a, a cold may saturday um will be great i mean makers has if you haven't been to makers brewery in yes. norfolk it's amazing they do a wonderful job we do lots of events there they have a huge event space they have a separate cigar room the outside is the beautiful outside garden is amazing oh like when the fire pit is nice yes. yeah the best place adirondack chairs and it's just yes. really felicia, really nice felicia and her 
her staff are just awesome. We love them so much. So, but we were talking about yeah. doing an event. So we were talking about doing a compact canine rescue meet and greet, yep. which will be kind of inviting um, dogs that have been already adopted from compact canine rescue yep. and their parents. But I feel like we should probably have it open to everybody right i mean like yeah. if you have a doggo and you want to stop by and have a good time with us yeah um i think we should definitely do and all of our volunteers we can ask them to yes. come out and bring their dogs too maybe we can have some yeah dogs that are available for adoption too yes but yeah i think that a meet and greet for compact cannon rescue will be a really really good event i think so too it, it's just gonna be so nice having i mean not all the dogs will be there obviously but having you know like a lot of dogs um that have been adopted yes and seeing how happy they are yes. and their families you'll know 60 oh percent of them because diana does so many home visits for us she's the best it, yeah it's i think that's going to be a really good event so that that's in the works stay yes. tuned follow compact canine rescue on social media yes. um, and on the website compactcanandrescue.org for all updates but definitely we would um, we are working on doing a meet and greet. Absolutely. That'll be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Any any excuse to get the dogs together and take yes. a bunch of pictures. Yes. Have yeah. them play with cute dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's about all. We do have quite a few dogs in right now. And I always tell people, like, please get approved first. If you wait till you find the dog that yes. you love and you apply, by the time you get through the process, that dog will probably already be adopted. So we try to encourage people to go ahead and get approved and then start watching the website. Because when I say that we get new dogs in every day, yes. it changes constantly. Like in the last, just in January, I'll bet we probably had 15 dogs come in at wow, least. I mean, lot. so we, we stay very busy. And if you don't see the dog that you love today, you will. Um, but don't wait to get approved because they go fast and there's other people that are approved and they're waiting too. Yeah. So. Would you say that like around, I mean, I know that we are pretty busy around December, around the holidays. I know that's usually like a really kind of busy season for us. Um, would you say like right now in, in January as well, or like is summer more? So a lot of times I feel like in the summer, we do get a lot of right. intake of dogs. Mm -hmm. People aren't looking to adopt as much in the summer for some yeah. reason because everybody's going on vacation that's true um we have had quite an influx here in january uh i feel like unfortunately you know people get and give dogs for christmas mm -hmm. that is not a good idea a dog is not a gift it's a 15-year commitment do not give a gift of a dog <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of people that give and get dogs for christmas and then it doesn't like the dog that's already in the house or yeah. it doesn't get along with kids. So we've had a few puppies come in um, and then, you know, owner surrenders, obviously, and shelter transfers of old dogs because people go out and get a new puppy for Christmas. And then they so sad. take their old dog to the shelter because that's what you do, I guess. I don't I don't mm -hmm. get it. I don't I don't I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. That makes no sense to me, but it, it happens all day. So. It's been a very busy January, yeah. um, but you know, we are blessed to be working with again, 1510 foundation. I can't say enough good things about them. They help us be able to take older dogs that are medical cases that need, you know, um, Harry's eye surgery yes. or faith's MRI and you know what they're doing to help these and th these are very expensive surgeries. Yes. You know, I mean, like everybody knows that when you go to the vet, the bills are just outrageous, yeah. you know, and imagine when you have constantly dogs yes. that are sick, you know, and they have issues. It's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, without pet insurance, I would be living Oof. in my car. I mean, 
our dogs, I mean, Jack takes $300 worth of medications a month. So we have pet insurance for all of our animals. I always encourage anyone that adopts yes. from me to get themselves pet insurance. It, if you wait until the dog is sick, then they won't cover whatever the dog is sick with. So, so the, the earliest you go ahead and do it, yes. the younger the dog, the healthier the dog, the cheaper will be. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. So it definitely has Jump paid for that. itself. Yeah. yeah. Because no yeah. one wants to choose between making their mortgage payment or their car payment yeah. or being able to get the $1,500 treatment that their dog needs because he ate a chicken bone or. Oh, I'll you be know, living on the street. Right? You know that. <laughs> we'll let you live Skipping in your car. Skipping that. <laughs> Skipping the mortgage payment for sure. Exactly. So the insurance helps to yes, stop a lot of people in that position. Definitely. So, but yeah, the rescue world, you know, we stay busy always. and we are always you know, grateful for our volunteers who do so much to, you know, really make the wheels turn. So we're always looking for fosters. If you are interested in volunteering, you don't have to foster. We tell people if you have an hour to two hours a week, you can definitely help and make a difference and you know help the organization move forward we have phone work vet checks mm -hmm. home visits interviews fundraising you name it social media stuff but if you are interested in fostering obviously that is of the utmost importance the biggest, if we yeah. don't have foster homes when people come to us with dogs or rescues or uh shelters call us to take dogs we have to have a home for the dog to go to so if you're interested in volunteering, there's a volunteer form online. There's also a foster application online. You can find all of that at www.compactcanarescue.org. Yes. yes. Or you can also get yourself a mortgage working with Diana and I, and I donate 10% of every commission to Compact mm -hmm. Canine Rescue. So you can get a house and help a dog. And help a dog. That's Wonderful. Right. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Big plans for the weekend. The plans for the weekend, I will be down in North Carolina showing houses um, to my buyers. So fingers crossed, we find something that they really like and we put an offer. And then on Sunday, I'll hold an open house at my listing, 2164 Campostella Road. If you guys are looking, stop by 12 till 2. Uh, it's a three bedroom, two and a half bathroom, 1600 square feet. And it was built in 2011. Oh. So it's a very, very nice okay. home. Moving ready. Come check it out. Um, and of course, I will be watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, so what are your predictions? First of all, that if the Chiefs win, Frankie, may, Diana's husband, may rip the TV off the wall yep. and throw it out yep. into the backyard. That's a prediction. I will have to buy a new TV. hundred uh, percent. That, that's. I've already started looking on Amazon. <laughs> Put it in the basket. So I'm guessing you're going for the Niners. I am going for the Niners, but I, I feel like they will lose. So I feel exactly the same way. So I am for the Niners, but I feel like. Patrick yeah. Mahones and and Andy Reid. I just yeah. I just don't know that they can be denied. As a gambler, I know I, I would have to bet on uh, Kansas City. Don't tell Frankie. Don't watch Frankie. Don't watch this mm -mm. till after the Super Bowl. I, I just yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that. I mean, the Niners are good. Don't they get me good. wrong. They are they good. Are good. I, I love Purdy. I think he's amazing, and all the other guys. But I I just think that I. I I think it's going to be close. I do think it's going to be a good game. But I feel like the, the Chiefs. They're going to find a yeah, way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, what do you think about Usher in the halftime? Are you excited for that? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's Usher. I completely year. forgot about that. 
Sarah would say that I do know who Usher is and I probably know some of the songs. I couldn't name one right now if you had a gun to my head, but um, yeah, you know, I, everything I listen to is like from 1970. So um, no, I'm sure it'll be a good, right. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised they didn't get Taylor Swift to do it. <laughs> She's going to be up in the box. She will be Dan there watching. Dan. Yeah, I'm excited. But that will be, yeah, a lot of house showing, open houses, and then Super Bowl. Yeah. So we have in our neighborhood, I live in Lakewood and Norfolk, and we have- Beautiful neighborhood, by the way. Beautiful neighborhood. We love it. We love it. So um, I'm on the social committee now, and this weekend we are having our first progressive dinner. Oh, what is that? It's a Mardi Gras theme. So normally mm -hmm. it's like you go from- like one, two, like three, four different houses and you have like an appetizer, an appetizer, dinner and dessert. So, but there's just kind of like tapas kind of thing. So everybody is just making like Cajun stuff. So the first okay. stop is like jambalaya and red beans and rice. And then stop two is like po'boys and muffaletta sliders. And um, I can't remember what's at the third stop. Wait, but... so you're going from house to house. Yes. And having different appetizers. Yes. And oh signature cocktails. Thank and you I think Joel. there's even a little, um, what do you call it? Like a first line, like a little band that's going to like no. go, go through the neighborhood with us. So my house is the last stop and we're doing, oh, wow. um, we're doing fried and raw oysters. And then we're doing dessert, mm -hmm. like king cake and pecan pie. And the, the ladies from, um, Southern salt shucking that do mm -hmm. the oyster shucking. They're going to be there shucking oysters. They're oh amazing. We have to put their information up to Jamie and Abby love yes. them. So they do an amazing job. So, um, that's Saturday night at our house. So I got a lot to do to that's get ready for really that. exciting. I mean, that's such a great idea. I've never heard that's of fine. a neighborhood doing something like that. And it's just, I wish my neighborhood was doing it. Oh, we'll make an honorary member of our neighbors. Isn't it? Please. We've gotten like our okay. So we live we live five minutes away. Literally, so literally five minutes away. So you can you can definitely sneak me in. So we did these neighborhood socials this summer, and I wasn't really sure like how the turnout would be. Mm -hmm. And like our neighborhood is very not divided, but it's a it, it's divided in that it's a lot of people who have lived there like thirty or forty yes. years, and then people who have just moved in the neighborhood, let's say in the last like five or six years. So, um people either know everybody or they don't really know anybody. So we started doing these neighborhood socials and it was like the first one that we did, it was like going to be pouring down rain. And we had, of course, of course, of course, of course. we had said it was going to be rain or shine. So Sarah and I are out there in the yard and we put like the tent up and everything. And then it, it, as the thing started, I mean, literally like 70 people like descended upon the house. What? So, um, it was a great turnout and now we've just started doing more and more events. I've gotten to lo know lots of my neighbors and, uh, and really awesome. enjoying it. That's so, wonderful. This weekend's Mardi Gras, so we'll see. Look for the pictures. I'm <laughs> yeah, wearing I'm this gonna, purple I'm sequin dress. Pictures. Yeah, get ready. Pictures and videos. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. As I said, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, the Paws and Properties Podcast. We are um, uploading all the episodes on YouTube, so you can watch the videos there, full episodes. Yep. And we are also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Paws and Properties Podcast. So we really appreciate it. Yes. And be sure when you um, watch the episodes, if you have comments, questions, yes. suggestions, criticisms, we're open to it so please definitely give us your feedback and uh we would definitely like to hear it so yes thank you so much for tuning in all right we'll see you next week bye, bye.